Tangela, Scyther, Pinsir, Lapras, and Eevee. Did you say Scyther? I said Scyther. Scyther! You're tuned into the GoCast podcast, your one-stop shop for updates, news, tips, and community in the world of Pokemon Go. Thank you for listening. It's Throwback Thursday, but a whole month, you dig? A little bit of Galar goes a long way. Abra Community Day, more like I can't hold all these shinies day. (laughs) So long, buddy events, and thanks for all the bugs. And more on this episode of GoCast. Hello and welcome to episode 91 of the GoCast podcast. It's April 28th, a Tuesday evening or late afternoon not seven it's evening who am i kidding i'm your host chris and with me i'm joined as always by my co-host kyle hiya and special guest from our community it's team magma tyler or just tyler i suppose right hey tyler how's it going that's going all right how are you doing a-okay do i need to put the honorific team magma or can we just like declare your affiliation now and refer to you as tyler moving forward you can just refer to me as Tyler. Okay. All right, cool. Thank you. I appreciate it. Such benevolence. <laughs> Tyler has been a very involved uh, part of our community, uh, the GoCast community at large. He's one of our PvP commissioners. He helps uh, organize the PvP tournaments that we do on our Discord for our community. And yeah, he's a he's a great fella. So why don't you tell us a little bit about you, Tyler, about your team affiliation in the game, You know how you play Pokemon Go, how long you've been playing Pokemon Go, that sort of stuff. I've been playing since the game came out, and I'm repping Team Valor. Yes. (laughs) Lines in the sand, man. (laughs) (laughs) I'm usually kind of a casual player at the moment. I haven't really been doing many raids, but usually when summertime comes around, I'm out more raiding. Yeah, definitely. Uh, You're out and about for your line of work, so you generally rack up the kilometers, right? So I would imagine that this is kind of a bummer right now. You can't really get out and raid as much, right? Yes, I do hatch a lot of eggs, but not much raids right now. Well, eggs are eggs are a legitimate way to play. I'll die on that hill. <laughs> uh, so how long has Pokemon been a part of your life? Did you pick it up with just Pokemon Go or like a lifelong Pokemon fan? What are we dealing with here? I watched the anime on TV for a long time. And on my 10th birthday, my parents bought me gold, silver, and crystal. What? Wow. Wow. The royal flush. So I had the true Pokemon experience starting at 10 years old. That's incredible. (laughs) So is your favorite generation, Generation 2? Yes. Good, good. Okay. Thank goodness. (laughs) Okay, and then finally, what's your your favorite Pokemon? My favorite Pokemon is Mew. Mew? Mew. Okay. All righty. What about Mew? It's the ancestor to all Pokemon. So in a sense, it is all Pokemon. That makes sense to me. But like, I, I, you know, I still don't quite understand the appeal. It's cute. Don't get me wrong. It's a cute pink cat. Okay. All right. That is a good argument. Never mind. I take it all back. That's fair enough. (laughs) (laughs) As a cat owner myself, I cannot deny the cuteness of cats. It's like a little furless cat though, right? It's like a, what are those called? I don't remember. They're always funny though. They're super expressive (laughs) because they have to be. (laughs) I think it's a Pokedex entry says that the hair is so fine. You can only see it under a microscope. Well, that might as well not exist then. It's like translucent or something like that? Is that why he's pink? He's just flesh colored? I guess so. Interesting. Also kind of unnerving. 
<laughs> anyway, before we get started here uh, with the rest of the show and, and, you know, review our goals and such like that, uh, three big shout outs to some patrons here. Two brand new patrons, Brent and Jiggly. Thank you guys so much for your patronage. We really quite appreciate it. And PJTRJT increased their pledge. Thank you so much for your confidence <laughs> in us. And we hope that you're enjoying the benefits that you uh, now have as a patron at those tiers. Thank you so much again. Okay, Mr. Kyle, really quick, before we hop into the news and all the goodness that is jam-packed into this episode with Tyler at our side, let's review our goals from last week, shall we? Okay. All right. So for you, I'm going to leave out the shiny goals because we're going to talk about Aber Community Day when we first get into the news. But besides that, you wanted to get 400,000 Stardust. How'd that go? It didn't happen. Ooh, okay. I got, I got 250,000 because it was raining on Aber Community Day, so I didn't get to play as much as I want to get all that Stardust. Okay, that's that's fair enough. I remember getting that text from me like, what's with this rain? This stinks. My day's ruined. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was like, I was prepared just to be out for all six hours. And then it was raining, so I had to stay in my car. And I really, really don't like car play yeah so that's, that's fair enough for me i i understand did you manage to snag a shiny volbeat or illumize no no all right well you do have a chance to redeem yourself in the goal category somewhat when we get into the news but uh it's not looking so hot <laughs> mr kyle well that's okay trust me you've got good company i wanted to get four hundred thousand stardust i got close i got kind of close it was like three hundred twenty-five thousand. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> still not enough no it's definitely not the number it's definitely not the goal <laughs> no but it's it's close i guess i don't know i'm happy to have any stardust i wanted to catch a shiny volbeat and illumize and uh fate found it so appropriate to not grant me either uh due to my hubris so um you know listening at home there's your there's your weekly lesson whatever that is i don't know what's what is the Humility, humility i think what's the yeah. humility there sure. we go yet yeah. well then let's hop into the news because i just cannot stop thinking about how aber community day went and as promised the first thing we're going to talk about here this week is going to be aber community because it just happened and it was definitely notable it's the first rescheduled community day it's the first like fully isolated community day since we've been in this new post-pandemic world it was really quite interesting. There's a lot to go over here and unpack a little bit. Um, but first, our shiny goals. Mr. Kyle, you wanted to get six shinies. Yep. Okay, good, good, good. Um, I wanted to get 15. I ended up snagging 17. Oof, nice. Yeah, nice. Those, I, uh, those are our victories for this week. <laughs> I ended up with 12. So I oh, wow. Six. You got twice as many. Wow. I only played for two and a half hours, so... Okay. Well, yeah, that's right. You you were in car play and you're like, I can't do this anymore. Yes, I can't keep going. <laughs> yeah, I did, I think, three and a half-ish hours. I was doing some, uh, we did some scheduled grocery pickups and stuff. So we managed to <laughs> to thread in some Abra play throughout the day, right? Well, Tyler, what about you? How was your Abra day experience? How many shinies did you get? What was it, what was it like for you? Well, I had to play while I was working and I only ended up with Oof. four. That's not too bad. That's more than the, the family line. I got my first one on the research, actually. Oh, oh, nice. Okay. Yeah, I thought maybe that it was going to be guaranteed again because I had also 
gotten my first shiny off of the research. Okay, that was going to be my other question. Did you buy the research? I guess you did. Kyle, you did as well, right? Yep, I did. Yeah, it was four steps instead of two, like we had for these Safari Zone special researches. Uh, did you guys feel like the rewards were worthwhile for the price points? Yeah, I would have personally, I think I said this when we found out about it, bought it just for the like 13,000 Stardust anyways, because it's only a dollar, but right, it, it was worth it. What about that poffin, though? Uh, it's going to sit in my inventory and never get used. <laughs> but it's a piece of food. It'll it'll spoil, Kyle, if you don't use it. I don't think it will. But if it will, then I will I will catch the ants that it spawns like an animal crossing. Perfect. It's just a bunch of Durants just show up in your bag and you have to like catch them. That'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Tyler, what about you? Any love for poffins? Um, I'll probably use it right away and then forget I ever had it. Yeah, <laughs> fair enough. That's fair enough. Uh, during that event, it was overlapped with the buddy event, though, too. So there were a lot of buddy benefits that were happening. So if you happen to be in a place where you could walk around and it wasn't raining cats and dogs as it was for us, then you probably, you know, had a nice time with your buddy out during this extended Abra community day. Um, if you guys had a great time or if you didn't, we'd love to hear from you. We all three of us had positive experiences. There was like no issues. The spawn rates were fantastic. I don't know if you guys had any issues whatsoever, but I thought the spawn rates were great. I thought the shiny rate was fantastic. I liked the extension. I liked that even with the six hours, they still gave us an extended window afterwards for evolutions. Like it was well thought out. And I felt that I had been seen, you know, I agree. It was it was kind of crazy with the spawns mm -hmm. there was they were everywhere and at least for me it felt like the shinies were just falling out of the sky basically i think i got like three in a row almost at one point okay that feels good it feels good it does uh this shiny was like different but like it's not very different but it was different enough that every single time i like saw one i like got really close to my phone like are you are you shiny? And then yeah. it would it made it even better because <laughs> I wasn't sure. Yeah. <laughs> like, is it? I don't. And then the yeah. sparks show up. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, that is undeniable, I suppose. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Well, Aberton Community Day, success, spectacular. All right. Remote rating is here. It's here, guys. Yay. Woo. Yay. Yep. Yeah, it is. All right. So building off a little bit of what Kyle explained about the system last week, but there's a new information specifically around, you know, uh, the, the remote raid passes, how much they cost and all that stuff. You can raid at any gym you can see with an active raid. I've also heard people say that if you have a defender in a gym, you can also raid there. But I also heard a lot of people complaining about bugs that's making their apps crash or whatever. Inviting your friends to your raid is not live quite yet, but it is a feature that's in the list for that official announcement for this feature. So I'm assuming that it will come to the system eventually. You can only hold up to three remote raid passes. So you can't stack, oh, let's say 500 of them. If you wanted to, you couldn't do that. <laughs> uh, one pass is 100 Poke coins in the shop. Three passes is 250 Poke coins in the shop. So you're saving yourself a cool 50 cents if you buy the three pack. There are bundles in the shop with this release as well. A new one PokeCoin bundle that contains three remote raid passes can be purchased only once. And you might not have noticed the other bundle. It's not a sale bundle per se, but it's the three passes for 250 PokeCoins. It does not show up in your shop until the feature was live for your level. But I believe it's live for everybody that can do it now. 
So that's not really a point to even belabor anymore. So the three pass bundle is available in your shop now, or it should be at the very least. If you didn't catch that one book of coin bundle, I'm pretty sure it's still available for you. I'm not 100% because there have been other one book of coin bundles that have now since moved in. So I'm not sure if they stack. I buy them too quick. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to let it sit in the shop. So. Exactly. Um, have either of the two of you had a chance to mess with remote raiding yet? Tyler, let's start with you. I've seen some raids that I was thinking about doing, but the raid bosses didn't interest me. Okay, like what What, sh- what showed up? Like a Luminian or something? It was a Feraligator and a Hitmonchan. You didn't go for the Hitmonchan? No, I did not go for the Hitmonchan. <laughs> what? Uh, Kyle, did you did you write a Hitmonchan this week? No, I was in what? a very similar situation. There was a couple of raids. There was a couple of legendary raids that I would have done if I knew there was other people around to do them. Right. And then there was like a Joltic raid. And I'm like, nah. <laughs> yeah you've had your philip joltic from the past week i i understand <laughs> completely <laughs> uh so what do you guys think about the three pass maximum what do you think that serves i was expecting it to be a little bit more but i still get it they they want to make sure that this can be quickly reverted and run out people's inventories without having to worry about breaking the game because we all know how the game has a tendency to break right especially around the release of a new feature <laughs> yes yes that is 100 true um i had the opportunity to interview reversal on his live stream this past weekend that interview is coming to the feed it's probably already there if you're hearing this episode to be super honest with you uh, but he, I asked him about this too. We were talking about like some of the concessions that Niantic has made for remote play and such like that. Uh, if you want to hear his full response, go ahead and listen to the interview, of course, because I, I can't do his response justice. But he did talk about how he thinks that remote rating is going to stick around because they have this robust system and because, you know, remote raiders are going to do less damage. And then the prices of the remote passes could probably change, especially if they choose to keep the remote rating around. Um, to kind of like, you know, yeah, you can remote rate if you want to, but you're going to have to give us like $30. <laughs> <laughs> sure, fine. That's fine. I, that Okay, whatever. Somebody will bite on that. But he thinks it's going to stick around. So, Kyle, you, you don't you don't think so, huh? I don't personally. But I guess it really depends because if it makes them a lot of money and they keep it with the limited feature, I they might be tempted to have it stick around. Right. Yeah, that's that's fair enough. Uh, Tyler, what's your what's your read on this from somebody who's out and about for most of the day, more than most of us? Remote rating seems probably like a feature that might appeal to you in some facet. Do you think it's going to stick around? It does appeal to me, but I personally don't think it will stick around because it goes against Niantic's core values of getting out. Yeah, that's yeah. that's fair enough. It's hard to argue around that. <laughs> it is it is kind of counter to it, I suppose. But you know, I don't know, man. I'm still holding on for hope that maybe they, they might keep it, even if it's just for an accessibility situation. But who knows? Who's who's to say? Not us. That's for sure. You know, that um, said, this whole situation currently, it's not going away anytime soon. So it's going to it might be a long time before right. we know how it plays out. That's true. There hasn't been an announcement for it as of right now. But if you do look in your today view in Pokemon Go right now, as of you know, uh, April 28th at 7.35 p.m. Central Standard Time, 
uh, you can see that the benefits that they had introduced for isolated plays, such as twice incubator effectiveness, uh, stuff like that, the increased radius for, you know, working with gyms and stuff, which has now been applied to Pokestops. That's life, by the way. But all those benefits we had before that we're going to run out at the end of this month seem to have been extended by 30 more days. So it looks mm-hmm. like we've got another month of those great benefits going on for those of us that are trying to hatch eggs at home and, and stuff like that. So that's good news. There's even more good news, though. We finally know for next month, or at least half of next month, what the raid bosses are going to be in five-star raids. Goodbye, Landorus. It was fun while it lasted, I say <laughs> through my teeth. Uh, <laughs> the first one, there's three. There's three different raid bosses, five-star raid bosses. From Tuesday, April 28th at 1 p.m., to Tuesday, May 5th at 1 p.m. PDT, so not local time, but the usual event turnover time, a dark ride will be available in five-star raids. Remember, there is a shiny chance. No special move or anything, just a return to form, right? Speaking of forms, Tuesday, May 5th at 1 p.m. to Tuesday, May 12th at 1 p.m. PDT, altered form guillotine ah, will be available <laughs> in five-star raids. That's exciting. And finally... If you didn't have enough of these strange choices from Tuesday, May 12th at 1 p.m. to Tuesday, May 19th at 1 p.m. PDT, Verizon or Verizon or Sprint or T-Mobile will be available (laughs) in five star raids. Yeah, the big the big grass airplane dog thing. I don't even know how to what do we how are we describing this thing as useless? No, that's that's the one. That's the word. Woo. Jeez. Okay, tone down the spice, man. Come on. Jeez. Yeah, so we're going to get those three back in the raid rotation for it looks like about a week at a time. Uh, and that's relatively exciting. What do you guys think? Tyler, how are you feeling about seeing Darkrai, Giratina, ah, and Verizian back in raids? I'm excited for the Darkrai and Giratina, not mm-hmm. so much the Verizian. Did you snag Verizian the first time? No, I just no interest in that pokemon yeah that's kind of that's kind of the global i think uh consensus <laughs> it's worth noting giratine ah and Darkrai have their shinies out uh-huh. verizian does not but oh. verizian also can learn sacred sword so maybe that will happen here and if that's the case there is potential use in pvp for a sacred sword verizian <laughs> in like ultra league but yeah okay it's just so reminding if If it's just if it's just the same verizian that we've already gotten oh my god don't waste a raid pass please yeah i don't know it's a five-star raid boss the the benefits of raiding is good enough right that's what i tell myself every single time i do what i don't want to do but uh but verizian okay so you just said that it was if it gets sacred sword it might be okay in pvp we're like not even sure (laughs) yeah it, it has potential if it gets Sacred Sword. Okay. Without Sacred Sword, it is just bad. That's a big if. Let's just clarify, because th- this came from the official announcement, and if they were going to try to promote these raid bosses more with those special moves, I don't think they'd keep it a secret. I think they would be pretty upfront about it. This is true, but, you know, so silver lining, maybe, maybe. Yeah, we could hope for a miracle <laughs> that uh, I'll be excited on May 12th at 1 p.m. PDT to be like, oh, it's Verizian time. I need to get those. They got that special move that makes them the number one Pokemon of all time. That's never happening. Nope. <laughs> all right. Well, hey, there is other stuff to look forward to this next month. And by other stuff, I mean like a metric ton of stuff. But it's all under the umbrella of this one event 
named the Throwback Challenge 2020 event. It almost sounds like a social media viral prank. Like we're going to go planking or something. Or what was the ice oh bucket challenge? God. That was a thing, right? Oh, the ice bucket challenge. Man, like, you know what? If you just want to like capital C cringe memory, ice bucket challenge was like a, it was an era of internet content that yeah. I could have done without. <laughs> Except for the charity aspect. The charity aspect was pretty cool. Did you do it? But, uh, no, I never did it. Nobody ever nominated me. I was sitting there with my bucket of water ready to go. And nobody said anything. That's fine. Don't you nominate me out of the blue. I swear, Kyle. That'd be so funny. <laughs> I'm tag you on Facebook tomorrow. <laughs> if you tag me on Facebook, I would be really alarmed. <laughs> anyway, we're going to dive into this throwback challenge because uh, there's just a ton of stuff to talk about here. Throwback Challenge 2020 is a massive Pokemon Go event that spans through the entire month of May and features Throwback Challenge timed research lines that celebrate Kanto, Johto, Hoenn, and uh, Sinnoh, all the regions that are currently represented in Pokemon Go. The grand finale of the challenge is completing all four research lines, which unlocks the Throwback Challenge Champion 2020 special research, in which you can earn rare candies, reward encounters with Genesect, Galarian Meowth and Galarian Stunfisk, Professor Willow's glasses as an exclusive avatar item, and more. Ooh, okay. There's a lot to unpack there. We're going to do it piece by piece, region by region. But really quick, here's the time frames for all of these and what we're working with. When are these region-specific celebrations happening? Kanto is from Friday, May 1st to Friday, May 8th. Johto is from Friday, May 8th to Friday, May 15th. These are all Fridays. I'm just going to save us some time here. Hoenn is from May 15th to May 22nd. Sinnoh is from May 22nd to May 29th. Now a departure from Fridays. The special research unlock will start on Wednesday, June 3rd to June 8th, which is a Monday. And these all coincide with that 1 p.m. PDT time that they usually rely on for global events such as these. So now we're going to talk about each individual region and what you can get from each of those weeks, benefit-wise, bonus-wise, what to look out for. Tyler, can you tell me all about Kanto Week or what? For Kanto, to complete all eight sets of tasks in the Kanto timed research, you earn 10 rare candies and a reward encounter with a Mewtwo that knows Psystrike. That's wild. Bonuses include Pokemon originally discovered in the Kanto region, such as Venonat and Chansey will be appearing more frequently in the wild. Okay. Pokemon originally discovered in the Kanto region will also be available to battle in raids. The following Pokemon will be hatching from 7k eggs. Venonat, Machop, Onix, Lickitung, Tangela, Scyther, Pinsir, Lapras, and Eevee. Did you say Scyther? I said Scyther. Scyther! can be shiny. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> In honor of Charizard being chosen in the Pokemon of the Year vote as the number one Pokemon originally discovered in the Kanto region, Pikachu, wearing Charizard hats, will be appearing in the wild. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> what does that even mean? What is it going to look like? Is it just going to have like a Charizard head on it? Like what? <laughs> I would love that. If it comes out looking like a, like a weird messed up Cubone, I'm going to be so on board with this. <laughs> If you're lucky, you might find a shiny Venonat. <gasps> shiny bug! It looks bad, though. It's okay. Shiny Venonat looks awesome, though. How majestic. That yeah. blue. Just blue yeah. eyes? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Blue eyes. Blue eyes. <laughs> White dragon. 
Event-exclusive field research tasks will reward encounters with Pokemon originally discovered in the Kanto region. 2 times Catch XP, 2 times Raid XP, and 2 times Hatch XP bonuses will be active. Oh, holla at your boy with those bonuses. Oh my <laughs> gosh. I'm uh-huh, about yeah, that. Yeah, that experience bonus. Yeah, no, I don't want that at all. No. <laughs> Get a head start on level 50. Oh yeah, that's right. We never talked about that. Maybe. That was that was a bunch of rumors floating around, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know yet. This seems exciting for Nostalgia Week 2020. I'm I'm okay with this. What's the most exciting part for you, Tyler? The most exciting part Definitely the Pikachu wearing Charizard hats. Why? Because we, we don't know what it's going to look like? Yes. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Uh, Kyle, is there anything about this that pops out to you? What are you looking forward to? Please don't say Pikachu wearing a Charizard hat. I can't have two of you here. Absolutely not. <laughs> I Unless I can get a shiny one, I don't care. Okay. So I'm, I'm going to say the Chansey hopefully showing up more. Oh, yeah. I found 100%. a fair few Chansey from the, the past event, so that was kind of nice. Yeah, that shiny rate is that that base shiny rate is just so good. It's mm-hmm. it's hard to not be excited about uh the the Chansey being around more often. But by the way, I think we talked about it on our live stream, but I don't believe we talked about it here. But rumor is, is that Chansey has a, sh- a locked shiny rate at like one in seventy, I think, something like that. Uh so it should be easier to come across the shinies, but Chanseys are historically really rare so this last event was really exciting and this is going to be great but anyway this next week is the best week it's johto week baby <laughs> baby okay collect all eight sets of tasks in the johto timed research to earn 10 rare candies and a reward encounter with a hollow that knows the event exclusive attack earthquake what earthquake is that good? I don't, I don't that's think weird that's on a good. flying fire Pokemon. I'll yeah. tell you what. Yeah, yeah. man. That's weird. <laughs> that's very strange. Uh, I have no idea how good it's going to be, but one would assume because of how wild it is, it'll probably destroy a particular niche that none of us know yet. That being said, bonuses include for this week, Pokemon originally discovered in the Johto region, such as Dune Sparse and Skarmory, will be appearing more frequently in the wild. I'm not okay with them talking about Dune Sparse so early on because they mentioned Venonat. Or I'm going to be disappointed, aren't I? Okay. Pokemon originally discovered in the Johto region will also be available to battle in raids. Similar theme here. The following Pokemon will be hatching from 7k eggs. Chinchou, Yanma, Girafferig, Pineco, Dune Sparse, Gligar, Shuckle, Skarmory, and Fanfi. Several of those are shiny eligible most of those are shiny eligible in honor of umbreon being chosen in the pokemon of the year vote as the number one pokemon originally discovered in the johto region pikachu will be wearing umbreon hats (laughs) (laughs) and Uh, appearing in the wild that'll be cute that'll be a cute one if you're lucky you might find a shiny dune sparse that's what i was worried about hey now you just need dunsparce community today to come back for you chris no i don't want that 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 <laughs> nest that nest at that, that botanical gardens i was playing at the one time was awful no thank you i've, I've seen enough uh, event exclusive field research tasks will reward encounters with pokemon originally discovered in johto uh, and here's the bonuses that we were this waiting for real bonus yeah yes two times catch stardust and two times raid stardust bonuses will be active throughout this entire week very exciting uh, let's just say that the highlight's going to be that ho with Earthquake, right? I mean, that's going to be kind of crazy. <laughs> Maybe? Someone smarter than me can tell me 
if I should care or not about that one. I'm going to pretend like it's worth caring about because I want to look forward to it because it's outrageous. <laughs> Absolutely outrageous. Uh, Kyle, you want to bring us home with Hoenn? Well, yeah, because it is the superior region. Uh, you know, I figured you might say that, but uh, I, I respectfully disagree. Complete all eight sets of tasks in the Hoenn time research to earn 10 rare candies and a reward encounter with a Groudon that knows the event exclusive attack Fire Punch. I don't know whether that's good at all. Maybe that's going to shake something up in Master League. Uh, maybe for the grass matchup. Yeah. Bonuses include Pokemon originally discovered in the Hoenn region, such as Skitty, Zangoose, and Seviper, will be appearing more frequently in the wild. Oh. Gee, only one of those doesn't have a shiny out yet. <laughs> We're not bottom of the list yet. Don't ruin it for me. <laughs> Pokemon originally discovered in the Hoenn region will also be available to battle in raids. The following Pokemon will be hatching from 7k eggs. Lotad, Slackoff, Ninkata, Skitty, Sableye, Mawile, Trapinch, Phoebus, and Clamperl. In honor of Rayquaza being chosen in the Pokemon of the Year vote as no. the number one Pokemon no. originally discovered <laughs> no. in the Hoenn region. Don't do Rayquaza Pikachu like this. Pikachu wearing Rayquaza hats will be appearing in the wild. No. I mean, that one, that sounds maybe. Hang on, Maybe. I don't know. It seems weird. It seems weird degrading Rayquaza to a hat. I don't know. That's <laughs> but, just me. But degrading Umbreon to a Pikachu hat is okay? Yeah, Umbreon and Rayquaza are not on the same level, my friend. I they mean, are not. Okay. <laughs> if you're lucky, you might find a shiny Skitty. Sure. No a shiny Skitty? Okay. It was, okay. it was, you know, it's fine. Event exclusive field research tasks will reward encounters with Pokemon originally discovered in the Hoenn region. And the distance needed to hatch an egg once it's been placed in the incubator and the distance needed to earn buddy candy will be halved. Oh. And I imagine that will stack with the current ongoing egg incubator reduction like it oh, did. so quarter for, distance. Yeah, quarter distance, which is crazy. That's insane. It's a, it's going to be a, a hatchaholic's dream i feel like there's a couple of things to be excited for in the hoenn one what do you guys think tyler uh the pikachu wearing oh, the that is the one to be excited for here <laughs> you think so really <laughs> absolutely not i hate hat oh, pikachus okay. but i will i'm still more excited for rayquaza hat pikachu than the other two mm, yeah okay if really the charizard one i think might be cute or it uh, might just be i've just i'm so redundant. charizarded out yeah yeah that's fair enough been charizard at since 98 and just a couple of years of love and you're you're good to go uh i'm excited about skitty for the record thank you i don't i don't know if i believe you yeah i'm not excited for skitty at all i just i didn't i ran into things to say you're not excited oh. to hatch more phoebus from 7k eggs no i'm excited to hatch ninkata from 7k eggs or attempt to hatch ninkata ninkata's gonna eggs. be the one with like the two percent hatch rate you oh, know i don't know clam pearls in that list man yeah exactly those two there's always two yeah okay fair enough so we're, we're gonna get a bunch of trap bench skitty oh and lotad and phoebus and i will uh, not be hatching 7k eggs during this event it's <laughs> up it's like an all-star list of annoying pokemon to get out of eggs <laughs> oh god oh geez i'm so thrilled about it okay cool next up is Sinnoh, i think and, and tyler you've got the goods on this one Complete all eight sets of tasks in the Sinnoh timed research to earn 10 rare candies and a reward encounter with a Cresselia that knows the event exclusive attack Grass Knot. That's a weird one. Will that do much for 
PvP? Uh, probably, hmm. honestly. But the real thing is, what level is the reward going to be? And can you get a Great League Cresselia out of this? I think you can because research is five yeah. levels lower than raid, yeah. right? So, so it should be level 15. It just has to have the right IVs. So that's the real thing to look gotcha. out for. You could trade this one around, hopefully swap with some people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bonuses include Pokemon originally discovered in the Sinnoh region, such as Cherubi and Glammeow, will be appearing more frequently in the wild. Pokemon originally discovered in the Sinnoh region will also be available to battle in raids. The following Pokemon will be hatching from 7k eggs. Kranidos, oh. Shieldon, oh. Glammeow, eh. Chingling, yeah. Bonsly, okay. Hapini, sure. Gibble, yay. Munchlax, eh. Riolu, yes. And Mantike. Sure, that's fine. I'm okay hatching Mantike, they're cute. <laughs> Wow, what a what a dichotomy between this list and the list from the previous region. Which means you know that 88% of the eggs, I don't know why I said that, but is going to be glam meow. <laughs> <laughs> Just every single egg is going to be glam meow. That's okay. That's okay, though, right? I mean, it was listed earlier on, so maybe we'll get... I don't know. We'll find out. In honor of Lucario being chosen in the Pokemon of the Year vote, as the number one Pokemon originally discovered in the Sinnoh region, Pikachu wearing Lucario hats will be appearing in the wild. <laughs> I can't. <sighs> if you're lucky, you might find a shiny Glammeow. Woo, there it is! Oh, yeah! <laughs> yeah! Event exclusive field research tasks will be reward encounters with Pokemon originally discovered in the Sinnoh region. One hour star piece duration, one hour incense duration, and one hour lucky egg duration bonuses will be active. Okay. Okay. I'll take eh. that. That's fine. That's okay. Especially if they're going to stack now. Uh, the stacking function went live not like an hour ago. So, yeah. That'll be fun. Is your highlight, Tyler, the um, the hat, the Lucario hat? You betcha. Uh, how did I know? Something <laughs> told me. I'm, I'm not quite sure. Uh, Kyle, let me guess. Let me guess, you're most excited for mm, Cherubi appearing more frequently in the wild. <laughs> Absolutely not. Okay. Absolutely not. I don't want Cherubi. I got. I have like three, and that's all I'll ever need. Fair enough. W what from this event then uh, butters your biscuit? The seven k eggs. Okay. I will probably hatch seven k eggs during this this week. Sweet. That's uh, that's quite a statement from you. You, you. Other than the fossil, the first fossil week, uh, I don't think I've ever heard you be like excited about seven k eggs. Back when I still needed babies to complete my Pokedex, which was a while ago. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, I think definitely the seven k egg pool. It's really hard to argue with that. Is super exciting. Shiny Glamio is tempting. I do like Glamio a lot better than Skitty, but that egg pool is so healthy. Anyway. This last thing, we're almost there, guys. I promise what a marathon news section. Okay, this special research unlock, which is, you know, like during that first week of June. Join Professor Willow as you rediscover Pokemon originally found in the Unova region and meet Pokemon originally discovered in the Galar region as they make their Pokemon Go debut. Ooh, okay, I'm listening. Complete all four sets of tasks in this special research to earn five rare candies, reward encounters with Galarian Meowth, Galarian Stunfisk and Genesect 
and Professor Willow's glasses as an exclusive avatar item. <laughs> Unlike the previous sets of timed research, this special research isn't time limited and can be unlocked and completed at any time. That's spectacular. That's that's really cool. I'm assuming the other the only reason that the previous ones don't work like that is because they're on this time limit and you have to do them in order to get this last one. That's probably the only reason why. Uh, bonuses include Galarian Sunfisk will be making its Pokemon Go debut, which is awesome. He looks like a bear trap. What's not to love? Find it in the wild and raids and as a throwback challenge champion 2020 special research reward encounter. <sighs> the following Pokemon will also be making their Pokemon Go debut and hatching from 7k eggs along with their usual forms. Galarian Meowth, which is fun because it implies that we will also be getting Perserker, which is a brand new dex entry from Galar, not just a form. Mm -hmm. So that's a big deal. Same sort of story with Galarian Zigzagoon, which is also being added. Yes, we have Lanoon in our Pokedex already, so we'll just get a new form for that. But it's third form Obstagoon should also be available, and that's a brand new dex entry as well. That's so exciting. Galarian Duramaka, which is the ice version of Duramaka, and Galarian Stunfisk, which we already talked about. Those will also be available in 7K eggs. I think that's really exciting. We'll come back to that in just a second. You'll also be able to evolve Galarian Meowth, Galarian Zigzagoon, and Galarian Darumaka into their Galarian evolved forms, which answers our question for us. Pokemon originally discovered in the Unova region will be appearing more frequently in the wild. This whole event is exciting because Unova Pokemon are kind of more rare because they're newer. So this will be really exciting. But I kind of want to get what you guys think about this, this weird sort of inclusion with these Galarian forms. Like this implies quite a bit. They're pushing that that generation up pretty quick it's not just forms which seem to be kind of okay it's brand new dex entries tyler what do you think i'm excited for these new galar forms mostly because i didn't get a regular stunfisk or dermanitan so i'm really happy about those gonna be mm -hmm. hatching those eggs yes fair enough kyle what about you what are you looking forward to the most what do you think about it it's weird because now they're they have to add the galar deck slash metal because they don't have another place to go unless they're just going to put it under the miscellaneous tab until we get there like meltan is and Mel right right but i really like galarian darumaka and darmanitan so i'm looking forward to that yeah, definitely. I think that there's something to be excited about for everybody in this event, which seems like it was designed to do also to carry us through the next month in a reasonable, exciting way. Uh, but yeah, but what a finale. I, we're definitely going to be talking about this coming up to that event. And then especially during that event, it's going to be quite interesting to see how Obstagoon in particular probably works out for PvP. I bet he's going to be something else. But uh, I might be speaking out of my league here. Maybe he's going to be awful, but I'm excited. I just have a feeling he's going to be great. Hmm. Who I knows? have no idea what his stats look like. So. No. <laughs> okay. Well, let's continue to not look at stats at all and talk about something conceptually, Mr. Kyle. Let's go into Gear Up. So this week on Gear Up, we have Elite TMs. They're here. But what are you going to do with them? We talked about this, or rather I talked about this, probably a month ago now maybe it was even longer when we first were talking about elite tms so some of this is going to be a revisit and some of it's new info but who are you going to give the elite tms to right now we only have 
the charge TM from the community day box and season one of go battle league is going to be ending shortly sometime very soon. So you're going to get another one there. If you were rank seven or higher, some of the options, the obvious one that most people probably know about right now is Mewtwo. If you have a Psy strike or a shadow ball Mewtwo, you could unlock the other making it quite versatile for raids making it the best psychic type and like the third best ghost type in the game, just like that. But for PVP, that is a okay move set. You're probably better off dropping Shadow Ball because it takes so much energy to charge. <gasps> no. And using Psystrike. I mean, Psystrike is only like 45 energy and Shadow Ball is 100, I think. But Shadow Ball is OG really good. Yeah, but if they block it, it's just like, well. Yeah, that's fair enough. Whereas something like Focus Blast could give you coverage against Steel types or something like that. You can potentially beat a Dialga in Master League if you bring Focus Blast, but you lose every time if you bring Shadow Ball. Mm-hmm. So, you know, options. But who doesn't want to flex a shiny Psy Strike Shadow Ball Mewtwo? That seems like a, a fun time. Now, this next one, everyone's talking about it. This is going to be a slight asterisk at the end. It's Dugong. Everybody's talking about Dugong. Because Dugong is making splashes in Great League. Uh, but why? Because he's got a double legacy move move set. And those moves are Ice Shard and Icy Wind. Both removed at the same time. So if you don't have one, you're SOL. Even with the Elite TM, because Ice Shard is a fast move. So this one's on the list, but only in case somebody finds out they have an Ice Shard in their inventory, but it doesn't have Icy Wind. But if you don't know why Icy Wind is so good, you've probably never faced an Articuno. It does a lot of damage. It charges really fast. I think it's only 45 energy. And it's a guaranteed one-stage attack reduction for the enemy. It's so annoying. But again, until we get an Elite Fast TM, this is still out of reach for most people. And the last one of the specific recommendations is Mew. Mew doesn't have any legacy charge moves that you can use the elite tm on but the elite tm has another purpose in that it lets you pick the exact move that you want which can be very helpful when the pokemon knows 25 charge moves which is mew (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah really quick tyler do you since you love mew so much do you have a pvp mew all set up i do not have a pvp mew because i was so excited when i got it that i instantly powered it up fully oh no Okay. okay okay Uh, I used it against the Mewtwo in EX raids for the thematic effect. Oh, gotcha. Mewtwo. I mean, gotcha. that's fair. That shit doesn't feel so good now, though. No. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Uh, so if you want to use a Mew, the Elite TM is going to make it much more tolerable to get it PvP ready. But if you've been doing a lot of Go Battle League, there's good odds you're drowning in charge TMs right now. People in our Discord have, you know, 150, 200 plus charge TMs. They're throwing out charge TMs right now. And that still blows my mind. And I'm currently sitting at like 48. So that's still a, a ridiculous amount. If we had, if you had said to anybody six months ago, oh, yeah, man, I'm sitting on 48 charge TMs, our jaws would have hit the floor. <laughs> we would have been so upset. Actually, yeah. I have 69. Oh my God, I have so many charge TMs. I need nice. to use them. <laughs> Sorry. <I had> to... <laughs> but, anyways, there's a couple of, Honorable mentions, 
to bring up at the end here. It's just going to be a rapid fire list because these are all community day Pokemon, but they all have a significant impact in their respective leagues. Charizard, Swampert, Venusaur, Meganium, Sceptile, and Metagross. All of them very good if you don't already have one. They're a lesser recommendation because if you can hold out until December, but that's a long time away, especially with Go Battle League being here now. I would not look down on somebody for using an elite TM on a Venusaur that has really good PvP IVs. The other thing, though, too, is that, yeah, you can wait till December, but be sure before you use your one elite charge TM that we have right now, if you bought the box, make sure you ask your community first to make sure that nobody's willing to trade one of those, because a lot of people have a bunch of them for that reason. You don't have to use your TM. This is true. These, yeah. are, these are last-ish, but then, you know, there's a lot of people out there who who don't have the most active community and stuff, so these are always still options. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. I'm just saying, make sure you check with the community first if you have one. Yeah. <laughs> so some final thoughts. Mewtwo's still a really strong choice. I did not buy the community day box because it's just, it was too expensive. And I just, I wasn't going to do it. Oh. So... I know we talked about that last week. I was like, maybe I'll do it. And then I didn't do it. If you have an Ice Shard Dugong, abuse it while you have it, is what I'm going to say. Because there's very good odds that Icy Wind is going to get nerfed. Because its stats are way out of line compared to other guaranteed one-stage reduction moves. Hmm. So I would not be surprised to see a damage reduction in its effectiveness. Yeah, that seems like a, a fair a fair choice. Did you use your charge TM yet, Chris? No, I, I haven't. And it's for all the reasons that we've outlined the past few weeks. It's kind of like paralysis. And even I'm like looking at this list right in our show notes. You have all the things you just described laid out beautifully. And even still, I, I can't make up my mind. I think I'm just going to sit on it until a rather dire need, probably for a PvP tournament shows up and then I'll use it. Uh, but oh I have no idea. I have I have no idea. Tyler, did you manage to grab the box? Do you have one of these elite charge TMs? I do have a charge TM. I already nice. had the coins, so I said, why not? I'll get it. Did you use it, Tyler? I have not used it yet. Are you gonna? I'm thinking about using it on a Blaziken for Stone Edge. Oh, that's right. That's an, that's an option. Man, I saw I saw a video clip of somebody using a Blaziken and using Stone Edge on an Altaria, and the Altaria had no idea it was coming, <laughs> and it was so funny. It was like in slow motion. They put funny music, and it was just like, boom, Hello, like eighty percent of its HP. Uh, yeah, it's just perfect. Anyway, <laughs> thanks, Kyle. Appreciate uh, a little bit of guidance for uh, the Elite Charge TM, but I'll tell you what, I'm still terrified. <laughs> Okay, well, we're going to skip Pokalore this week because we had such a marathon news section and we want to be able to have lots of time to talk about uh, all these Pokeball questions we had last week because they're fantastic. But first, a quick little jaunt into the PvP section because it is the end of the month and we already know what the Sylph Cup is going to be for next month. It is going to be the Forest Cup. Rules follow as such. Forest types, only Pokemon with grass, bug, water, fire, or electric types are allowed with a few exceptions. Additionally, all Pokemon must originate in Generations 2, 3, 4, or 5. So Johto, Hoenn, Sinnoh, or Unova. Shadow Pokemon, Genesect, and Tropius are not permitted in the Forest Cup due to availability constraints. And in Tropius' case, 
to feature a wider variety of species. <laughs> I like how tongue in cheek that is. That's fantastic. Ah, tropius. God yeah. Um, so this is the cup where I would really recommend that you follow the link that we'll have in our show notes or just go to the page on silk.gg. I think it's forward slash forest cup, something like that. Um, go and take a look at the recommended lists or the Pokemon that qualify and build your team from there. Because to be super honest with you, forest types only Pokemon with grass, bug, water, fire, or electric types are allowed. And then even to limit it by the generations, it's a huge list of Pokemon. It's gigantic. I like that the only regions restricted is no Kanto. <laughs> yeah, and I'm on board with that. That's okay. There's a lot of really heavy hitters in Kanto, but at the same time, like most of the most of the crud in the meta, right, that everybody has is like Bastiodon, Altaria, Skarmory. Like we can still, I mean, we can't exactly use those in this set because those types don't, those aren't types aren't allowed, but it's not like Kanto was filled to the brim with meta choices that everybody was picking. You know what I mean? I'm curious if there's some like collection of Pokemon in Kanto that just made it not feasible to include, or if they're doing it just for variety's sake. I don't know. I'm I'm not entirely sure. Um, I would like to revisit this cup in a couple of weeks and see how it's going because I'm really curious about how it's going to kind of all iron out. Uh, it the, the clear path does not <laughs> seem very clear to me right now to victory. Let me just say, I have no idea what would do well in this cup, even from just looking at it. No idea. <laughs> uh, Tyler, as a PvP commissioner in the GoCast community, what's what's your thought on Forest Cup? Is there are you excited about this? What do you what do you think? I am pretty excited. I'm pretty excited about any PvP cup because it gives you a chance to use some Pokemon that you nor wouldn't normally use and mm -hmm. some that you already have built. So a little balance between using new stuff and saving Stardust on old stuff. Yeah, that's true. That's very, very true. But with a pool that's so wide, it's going to be kind of interesting to see um, maybe some flex picks, especially if they're keeping Tropius on a leash. You know, that's kind of nice. Uh, cool. Well, that's the PvP section, and uh, you guys can look forward to the Forest Cup. We're looking forward to it here, so hope you guys are as well. And that means it's time to move into the Pokepoll. Last week's question was, what's an extreme you've gone to in order to play Pokemon Go? Maybe a marathon play session, running out of your house at 2 a.m. for a new Pokemon, or skipping some other event? First up, we have Alex, who said, going out during the blizzard that was Mareep Community Day. I couldn't drive out of the driveway, but I decided to walk to this gas station for one shiny, freezing and horrible snowdrifts. Ooh. That's about right. <laughs> that sounds like Phoebus research day to me. <laughs> Shelly says, I've gone out when I had severe bronchitis during community day. Big mistake. Oh, no. Ooh, gotta gotta take care of yourself. I admire the dedication, though, for sure. Yeah. Uh, Pidgey Grabba said, I left my wife and two kids and dog in the woods to catch a wild Dragonite. In my defense, it was on a skate park walking path and it spawned on the other end. I ran back to the parking lot and drove to the other end to catch it in time for her and I, her <laughs> deck's entry. <laughs> okay, see, if that hadn't said for her and I, I would have been like, hold up. <laughs> He like referenced, uh, he, he made another tweet that was like, yes, Mrs. Grabba, his uh, Pidgey Grabba's wife, uh, <laughs> references that park as like a landmark. And he's like, oh, let's go to the park. And he's like, which park? And she's like, you know, the one where you left me and the kids in the woods alone to go catch a dragon. <laughs> it's like, oh, that part. Okay. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Palo Pogo said, I've put my assistance record in university at play. 
I passed my permitted absences. Teachers could have failed me and I would have had to pay for the whole course and retake six months of classes, but somehow they let it pass. Paid for a flight ticket with all the money I had and flew there just to attend a one-day event before heading back to take an exam the next day. Somehow my exam was moved only for me by a lucky mistake and I didn't fail. (laughs) So worth it. Got to see Pogo King for the third time. Huge fan of his. Love that he's always smiling. Got to meet Swagron333 for the second time and he followed me back on Instagram. Met people and overall best thing ever. Can't believe I was a guest at an official Niantic event. That's That's pretty cool. That's the time. Oh my gosh. Julia said, I played for one hour straight with incense and it was exhausting. (laughs) (laughs) Hard to argue with that. (laughs) Yeah. Especially if you're just at home, Julius. Yeah. Like that kind of play, just clicking on the same spot over and over again could get kind of exhausting for sure. Pop Punk Spice or JC Picks or Justin, he's been on the show before, said, I'll just say this. Lots and lots of trespassing. I've hopped a ton of gates. <laughs> Don't do that, Justin. Don't do that. No, you're giving Pokemon players a bad name. Don't do it, man. No, that's funny, though. I'm sure he's got some wild stories. I bet. I bet. Frantic said, grinding to catch cap multiple times. 2,400 catches within one day. If you are over 7,000 within the last seven days, I can't even imagine. I've heard about the catch cap before. I've never encountered it myself. And I think I've only heard one person say they did. And it was like Terry. I've seen people mention it online. But all I can say is that having played for the Safari Zone and played really hard and caught like a thousand Pokemon in the time that I was out. I was exhausted. I can't imagine catching 12,000 Pokemon in a week, basically. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's like what Dawn to Dusk play or Dawn to Dawn play. (laughs) (laughs) Logan says, about a weekend ago, my friend Jesse and I stayed at a large Lillipup nest, my favorite Pokemon, till I got the shiny. Spent a good five to six hours there and finally got the shiny after 600 checks. One of my favorite days of grinding with my friend after about a year of playing with him. Wow. That's a great story, though. It's a that great is. one to tell. Uh, it's really lucky that you were able to find a nest for your favorite Pokemon. That's awesome. At Gingers for Pogo said, I left my future in-law's 60th birthday party to attend one of the first EX raids. Yeah, that's <laughs> worth it. Oh, yeah? Yeah. It was Shadow Ball Mewtwo. Yeah, that is that is fair enough. It was like I, I moved heaven and earth several times to make those EX raids. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that's I get it. Shiny Shink said, trying to play raids at a country where you don't speak the local language when raids launched. Imagine being in a group of 30 strangers talking things you don't understand and having to get in the right lobby, get the lobby's code, and know when to start the raid. Wow. Yeah, that sounds like a a recipe for, yeah, exactly, a headache. (laughs) Boris, yeah, said, not sure this counts as an extreme, but I drove to Paris, France once just to get some unknown letters that's 460 kilometers or 290 miles over five hours of driving just to get a j and an x unknown crossing two borders on the way wow i my favorite part about this is you you hear people talking about driving to other countries and other places like that in europe and you think well 
I know somebody who drove that far to get a burger at some point. <laughs> and you just think that's a very American thing to say. But that is that is the distance to go for some unknown. They just make countries so much smaller over there. I don't know what to say. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It's a personal choice, I guess. Whatever you want to do, Europe, you do you, okay? <laughs> Speaking of Europe, this next one is from McNalligan. McNalligan. I, I, I'm pretty sure I got that right. If I nailed it, please let me know. <laughs> I once drove three towns over from where I live, over an hour away, just to spend eight new stops for the Spirit Tomb Halloween event as I ran out of stops in my local area. Power to you. You were the person I knew existed. We were talking about this. <laughs> Absolutely, man. Like, oh, I'm sorry you had to do that, but that's that's a fun experience. You're like, yep, I, I rose now above. You, now you can say, <laughs> and now you can say, I hated that and never want that to be a mission ever again. <laughs> right. 100%. I think we've all learned a valuable lesson. <laughs> now I have to conclude it, I think, with that one for sure. But yeah. we'll see when Adventure Week rolls around again, huh? Fingers crossed. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, this week's Pokepole, which week of the Throwback Challenge are you looking forward to the most? And what's the one thing you're most excited for? So we did go region by region, week by week, and talk about what each thing we were excited about for each of the events. But what are you looking forward to the most, guys? And what's the one thing in particular you're most excited for? It can be a, like a benefit, uh, you know, a Pikachu hat, I suppose, Tyler, uh, <laughs> or anything else that you might just be excited about. Kyle, why don't you go ahead? The one thing that I'm looking forward to the most is probably it's the Sinnoh event because I like the 7K eggs. But the one specific thing is the two-time Stardust, two-time Stardust from the Johto event for me. Yeah, that's fair enough. Yeah. Uh, Tyler, what about you? Johto forever. <laughs> okay. I'm also excited about just all the shinies. Shinies are fun. Even shiny Dunsparce. Even shiny Dunsparce. Wow, that's really? Fun. Okay. Respect. Uh, for myself, I'm also gonna, <laughs> I'm also gonna be looking forward to Johto the most, to be super honest with you. But I'm, I really, I super am excited for this hobo that knows Earthquake. I have no idea why. <laughs> I couldn't give you a good reason why I'm excited about it, but it just sounds ridiculous, and I like that. I know we're being like positive and stuff about it, but can I throw in one negative that I feel about this this whole thing? Yeah, totally. There's too many Pokemon in the 7K eggs for each week. You think so? There's eight or nine each week. And that's kind of intense when you now have four weeks in a row of potentially wanting to hatch those eggs. It yeah, feels, that's true. It feels like there's just too many. How many fossil Pokemon were in the fossil pool? Was it six or seven? It, But it, the difference there is that that was around for an extended period of time. You know, that's been around for four months now, minus events changing it. Yeah. OK, now that you pointed out, I mean, some of these pools are more exciting than the others. But for sure, there is some bloat in there to hide the rare ones so that the rare ones can even be included in the first place. Right. There's 10 in the Sinnoh event. Is that the good one? Yes, that's the good one. Okay, well, we're okay with that. I mean, well, just, well, I mean, but four of them are are filler, so five yeah. of them are filler. It, you're not considering Mantike a filler, are you? Mantike is considered a filler, yes. Mm -hmm. I know he is hey. now rightfully recognized in the Pokedex. Yes, yes, he is. Episode 90 is named Respect the Mantike. <laughs> we we, this is a week ago. Man, how quickly we forget. <laughs> But if you, dear listener, have an answer to the question, which week of the Throwback Challenge are you looking forward to the most? And what's one thing you're most excited for? 
Uh, you can answer the question when we post it on social, such as Facebook or Twitter. Or if you're a patron, you can answer when we post it in our Discord. That's always fun, too. You can call and leave us a voicemail to 262-586-7717. Or you can write us an email and send it to mail at gocastpodcast.com. And speaking of emails. 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 <laughs> emails. <laughs> Emails, emails. All right. So I, I do want to mention we actually did get a voicemail this week uh, from none other than Ken over at Lured Up. Uh, and as such, it is teeming with Lured Up style spiciness. And it might not be for certain ears. I'm going to edit it, of course, uh, and make it relatively PG. Uh, but it will be after the show, at the very end, after the music and everything, if you would like to hear it. And if not, you don't have to. Obviously, you can continue listening as always, if that's not your cup of tea. But it's very funny. <laughs> okay. That being said, on to emails. First one's from Abby. They say, howdy. I'm one of those few trainers who enjoy Go Battle League when Ultra and Master Leagues are going on. I knew they existed <laughs> somewhere. I have no clue why I have success in these leagues. However, these are the leagues where I can flex my shiny Giratina altered form and my 100% Tyranitar. With this season of Go Battle League, I haven't been doing it much because I've been on that final XP grind at level 40. Once I get to level 40, I'm going to work on getting my Tyranitar to be my next best buddy or work on getting a second move to my Master League Dragon Knight. Ooh, okay. <clears throat> Master League's painful. It is painful, but you know who else I found out is uh, great at it and enjoys it? Mahalo High, shout out to you, girl. Absolutely, she's yeah. apparently killing it. I feel like I just need to, I need to pick a team of like three or four and just make them for Master League. Just yeah. suck it up, take the rare candy hit and do it. It's gonna hurt. It's probably going to include something silly like a Dialga because I hate myself, <laughs> but I don't have a good one. So that's that doesn't happen now. But do you truly not have any raid counters that are appropriate to like pivot? Not especially. I mean, you know, I have a Giratina Origin that's maxed out, obviously, from the ghost stuff. Right. Yeah. Uh, you know, I have a Kyogre that's there. I got a Mewtwo that's like 38, but it does, it's not really conducive to a rounded Master League team, I feel. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah, so it would still take a little bit of investment from you anyway, even if you did start from there. It's just the second it's the second moves just will eat up everything on those Pokemon. It's the yeah, worst. And, and they're really it's quite expensive in most cases. Uh, Tyler, do you have any love for Master League or no? I don't think we've ever talked about this. I have yet to do a Master League battle. Ever? OK, so was that a, is that a no or is that you haven't tried? <laughs> it's something I haven't tried. OK, do you have any interest in trying Master League? Uh, Yes, I will think about it. Okay. All right. Cool. Well, we're all on the same page then a little bit. Yeah, definitely. I'll consider it strongly. <laughs> anyway, Abby, thank you for the email. Uh, this next one's from Jackson. All right. All right. First of all, it's pronounced Yavital, not Yvital. I think that's for the that's for the Y Pokemon, right? From Pokemon Y, right? Yeah. Yeah. Man, I'm going to have to look it up, Jackson. I'm not quite know. sure. I don't, I don't know, know, man. All right. Now I answer the Pokepole. My answer is I don't have any answer my question is though awesome okay here we go in pokemon shield i need a few more pokemon in order to complete the decks have you ever completed tried or gave up trying to complete a decks by jackson okay hmm uh let's start with you tyler have you ever done a complete decks in any pokemon game 
I did the complete decks for gold, silver, and crystal. Wait, all three? Yes, that's the only thing I had when I was a kid. Wow, really? That's impressive. Okay, okay, so you had all three, so you were able to, you know, get all the legendaries and trade them around and stuff too, right? Yes, my sister also had a Game Boy, and I used hers in the link cable with yourself. Yes, <laughs> nice. That's the way to do it. That's still a massive amount of effort, so it's still really impressive. Mm-hmm. That's incredible. What about what about you, Kyle? Have you tried to do a, a Dex completion in any game? I have done it twice. I did it in my Ruby version. I had Ruby, Sapphire, and Emerald, so I just traded with myself for the stuff that I needed. Nice. And put in a lot of time as a kid to complete that. Then I was like, never again. Wow. Let me just tell you, I think I've said it on the show before, but Phoebus was the last Pokemon I needed to catch in that region, and it was awful. <laughs> awful. <Okay. laughs> I also Why? Why was it so awful? It only spawns in specific tiles of water that you have to fish at with the great rod or whatever it was. But the tile that it spawns on changes if you talk to a news reporter and you give them a different catchphrase. But at the time, back in like, I don't, I don't remember when it came out, 2002, something like that. Yeah. There was not enough information on the internet to tell me what phrases led to what spots. So I just picked a phrase and then I fished in every single tile of the rivers he could spawn in. Oh my gosh. For days. Dedication. Not man. just that, not just that though. My dad also did it. Like <laughs> after I went to sleep a few times and he woke me up at like three in the morning when he found it because I didn't find it. <laughs> Wake up, son. I got him. <laughs> yeah yeah oh that's really nice that's yeah. that's a wholesome and also a gargantuan effort holy cow the only pokedex i have finished is uh in let's go pikachu because i was <laughs> i was able to transfer in several of them from pokemon go to help you know, round out some of those gaps in my pokedex but in the past i've tried to do them in other games i just always lose interest the only one i've stuck with and i'm still working on quite a bit is pokemon go i for some reason have never had this urge to be a completionist in any of these games and complete the pokedex until i started playing pokemon go and then i got bit by the collection bug i play those games now when i go back to play them like for for my own personal play not our red version playthrough because we're not catching anything in that game which is awesome um <laughs> but when i go back and play them again because i've recently revisited gold uh and silver and I play them super different now than what I did as a kid. And not because I'm smarter, but like my methodology of play, like I have to clear out a route first. Wacky. Yeah. How Pokemon Go has changed my mentality. But anyway, thank you so much for the question and the email, Jackson. We appreciate it. Next up's email from Alex. He says, I know I mentioned it on the stream, the red version stream that we have going, but this buddy week has been insane. I've racked up 1.5 million experience since my last email, sitting at a cool 8.5 million. Holy Whoa. cow. Whoa. <laughs> Before Abra Community Day, I gained eight shinies this week. Chansey, Alolan Meows, Lillipup, three shiny Phoebus, Bulbasaur, and Volbeat. Oh, you got my Volbeat, Alex. <laughs> How do you know you didn't get my Volbeat? You uh, needed both. Somebody else got both here somewhere. I know. Somebody did. The results of Abra Community Day, 24 shinies Whoa. with 481 caught. Wow, congratulations. And gained 350,000 Stardust. It's pretty good. Maybe 400,000 was too high of a goal for us then, Kyle. I could have done it if it wasn't for the rain. <laughs> 
I hope you guys are doing well and can't wait to hear how your community day went. I'm just now crossing into 70 shiny total for my account. Until next time, Alex. Well, that's some mighty progress right there and some crazy shiny luck. Yeah, that's pretty nuts. 24 shiny. What are you going to do with all those Abra, dude? Transfer them. No. Yeah. <laughs> Never. I want to transfer some of mine right now. <laughs> I'm so tired of shiny community Pokemon taking up my inventory. Yeah, it is kind of. I've got like 400 some odd shinies just like taking up space. And I was like, oh, no. Can oh, I, no. Can we have like a flick or a CJ so show up in Pokemon Go? Can I give them like 10 of a shiny so I can get a, a model of it to display somewhere? Ooh, ooh that'd be awesome. I get mean, as soon out of as my inventory. As soon as Pokemon Home has Go functionality, my life will be a lot simpler because I'm just going to use that as a trophy case, I think. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. The next email is from Grayson. Hey, GoCast. Abra Community Day was great for me. I set a goal of 15 shiny Abra, but I got 13 shiny Abra and a shiny coughing at the beginning of the event. Also, the day I'm writing this is my birthday. Happy birthday. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday. But before Abra Community Day, I got a full odds shiny Yanma. And a shiny Feeboss and Eevee. Wow. That's that's, that's great. Shiny really Yanma is a great shiny, by the way. Shiny Yanma is gorgeous shiny. It's also like evading me. So I'm just very <laughs> jealous. <laughs> Thanks for the email, Grayson. This last email is from Cress, or also Shelly. We mentioned her earlier in the show. Hey, Chris and Kyle oh, and, and Tyler. I uh, hope you both are staying well and sane during this pandemic i wanted to share some thoughts and pose some questions that you might share your feedback on the show sure do you guys think niantic will boost pidgey bonus hour after magnemite was such a bust i didn't participate in wabafet so i'm not sure if that was any better hmm well we just had pidgey bonus hour here right before we started the show and i can guarantee from my own personal experience that yes there were a lot of pidgeys there were so many there was a large amount of Pidgeys. Yeah, it was a uh, Pidgey mania. Definitely. Tyler, were you also buried in Pidgey? I was very buried in Pidgey. They were everywhere. Oh, yeah. Uh, did you guys get any shinies today? I didn't have enough time to really check, check, but I tried. I checked like 12 that spawned while I was on my phone before. Yeah, the, show. the old the old college try there. Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> that counts as trying, right? Sure, sure. Tyler, did you check more than 12? You might be the winner here. Yes, I checked everyone that I saw and then ran when it wasn't shiny. Ah, uh, yes. Well, so no shiny then. Bummer. Nope, no shiny. Bummer. That's too bad. Uh, also, which would you say is the best and most coveted shiny? Gibble or Alolan Marowak? Uh, I mean, I would I would say Gibble over Alolan Marowak. What do you guys think? Between those two, I would probably go Gibble. Yeah, yeah I mean... Most coveted, it's going to be Gibble. It's got to be pretty much the rarest shiny in the game. Yeah, definitely. But 100%. For me, I really want a Lola Marowak shiny. It's, it's that ghost type, and I just I love its design. So that one's more coveted than Gibble for me personally. Sure. It's harder also to get technically because nobody wants to do four-star raids even before all of this happening. I've done like for alolan marowak or something like that yeah i was um i was spending some time with my sister the other day and we came across an alolan marowak and i got so excited and she's like oh we both have one i'm like you don't understand, yeah, you don't understand. the opportunity you don't it's understand. the opportunity we i never get to do this <laughs> so so uh that one was not shiny bummer but but hey there we go 
I was worried that Aber Community Day would fail in my expectations resulting from previous lackluster events, referring to bonus hour, or as I like to call it, bogus hour. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Ugh, Magnemite the travesty. I feel you, girl, I do. Uh, as always, you guys were right. You assured me the event would be great, and it truly was. I can't believe that while the spawn rate was lower slash slower, they made up for it in quality. I ended up with more than a dozen, a definite first, shinies, one of which was a 96% female. Oh, that's awesome. Way to kill it. That short mustache, though. <laughs> I hope you guys had lots of great shiny luck on Community. We did. As always, thank you for not only providing a consistently great, entertaining, and informative podcast, but also being a positive force and keeping the love alive for this game. Well, it does most of the heavy lifting for us, trust me, and so does the community. All the best from Vancouver, Canada, Crest. Well, thank you so much for the email, Crest. We really quite appreciate it. Uh, and all the best from the States to you as well. If you would like to send us an email, you can do so at mail at gocastpodcast.com. Uh, visit our website at www.gocastpodcast.com. Follow us on Twitter at gocastpodcast. Like us on Facebook, the Gocast Podcast. You can help support our show by visiting Patreon. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash GoCast podcast, where there's a litany of benefits for a variety of levels where you can support us at different tiers, the lowest tier being $1 a month. And that gets you access to our Patreon exclusive discord where we do remote tournaments and stuff like that. Isn't that right, Tyler, Mr. PVP commissioner? Yes. Yes, absolutely. That's true. It's the truth of the matter. <laughs> we have those. We actually just had a, a really fun one live um, over Zoom the other day, and we hung out for like an hour and a half, and we did three rounds of PvP, and it was a really killer time. Um, but you can go to Patreon to find out more about that at patreon.com forward slash gocast podcast. But if monetary support isn't your thing or it's just not in the cards for you, you can still help out our show by leaving us a review on your favorite podcasting platform so if it's you know itunes which doesn't exist anymore i meant to say apple podcasts or stitcher or wherever you might find us please a review goes a very very long way to help us out and we thank you in advance that's the end of the show but we've got some more things to do like setting goals nobody nobody escapes the horror of setting goals at the end of the show tyler you hear me nobody that includes you you have to set some goals and we can oh, check man. in on you on Discord. So We can, yes. Not like some of these other folks that have other things to do and are in other places and stuff. No, no. No, no. We have a ready social channel to harass you in, and I can't <laughs> wait. So I'll give you some time. Kyle will go first, <laughs> and, and we'll come back to you. So, Kyle, what are your, what are your goals going to be for this upcoming week? Oh, boy. Okay. Hang on. I got to remind myself again what's happening over this week and not like everything else. Well, first up, I want to do some remote raids at least one just to have done it okay um i'm gonna finish maxing out spirit tomb this week you serious and that's gonna mean rare candy because i just checked and if i just did it with candy i would need to walk another like 300 kilometers oh sure yeah i need like 70 more candy (laughs) it's gonna hurt but I'm going to do it. I've got do a remote raid and max out Spiritum. Anything else on the docket for you this week? Uh, the Canto stuff starts on Friday, right? The Canto stuff starts on Friday. Yes. Uh, I don't want to do anything related to it, but okay. Well, let's say, okay, I'm going to finish the, the timed research for the Canto by the time we record next for sure. Okay. Finish Canto research. Okay. 
Is that going to do it for you? That's that's going to do it for me this week. Okay, Mr. Tyler, do you still need some time yet? I'm currently sitting at 2,743 Pokemon, and I'd like to clean up my box and get that down to 2,000. Okay. 2,700, oh my god. I would also like to build a Master League team and actually participate in that. Okay, okay. okay. build Master League team. And then finish the Kanto research. All right, that's a good collection. This is a hefty potential Stardust. Yeah, sink, geez. depending on how much you got built already. That's quite a bit. I'm I'm impressed. What a what a way to go. Okay, I'm gonna follow in your guys's footsteps to some degree. I'm going to do. I want to do a remote raid as well, Kyle, because I'm really interested to see how the system works out. Copycat. Finishing the Kanto research is a brilliant a brilliant goal because it's not like I'm not going to. So why not? Um, but I have to max out a bug. Last week, I gave myself a week off. I just didn't set one of those goals. I'm going to max out an area dose. That's the next bug before next week. Really? Dang, and you're I'll, already on Gen 2? I'm on Gen 2. Yeah, I did Ladian uh, uh, two weeks ago. Remember oh, that? That's right. It was, that's right. Yeah, that was a painful power-up, I'll tell you what. Uh, but, <laughs> but now I can do it all in one click, and I'll cry all in just one big tier instead of slowly over the course of the power-up process. That sounds efficient. I'm into that. <laughs> anyway, that brings us to the absolute end of the show. Uh, quick reminder that there is a voicemail that may or may not be of interest to you, depending on your taste. Um, at the end of the show, after the music coming up in just a moment here. Uh, but thank you guys so much for joining us for this episode. Tyler, thank you so much for joining us on this episode. Thanks for having me. It was an absolute pleasure. Thank you again for taking the time to join Kyle and I today. Uh, but we'll see you guys next week for episode 92. Uh, and until then, I guess good luck with the first bit of the Canto event. That'll be fun. See you then. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. the lured up podcast i just want to say i love master master league because it's the best one out of all of them actually no great league is the best but i do like master league because it's great i hope you have a good time editing this clip because it's all part of my nut agenda have a good night